Hey, hey, what's hey. going on? It's me, Sasha, and my friend over here. That's me. It's James. I'm the friend. It's James, my friend. Hi. And we're usually not in the same city. We're bouncing around all over the world. We're and usually on opposite sides of the planet. Finally, the we're in the same city, and I said, let's get a cup of tea and uh, do a little rant. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. So the thing I wanted to rant about was me and James, we've been friends for a really long time. And ever since the beginning, you know, we recognize that we're, we're you know, cool dudes and we had skills. Well, and cool dudes. We were, well, we were not that, we're not as cool back then. We, we've gotten cooler over the years. And so what happened was, like, throughout a relationship, we always were kind of helping each other out in whatever way we could, you know? It started off with James just crashing on my couch when we met at a conference because he was staying far out of town and I had an apartment in town. And then James bought me breakfast and that was the beginning of it. And then I was giving James business advice and then I had an issue with a girl and he gave me a girl and then, I had, and then he had an issue with some other thing. And we've always just been there, some lending each other money, lending each helping other each girls. Other with, Wait, out on workshops. Had, yeah, helping each other on workshops, like, pretty much all the way through. Pretty much, you know, just helping each other out. But the pattern that we keep seeing, and this is what our inside joke is, uh, is about, is that we, even though we would never like go and like F anyone over, like screw somebody over, we would keep having people come into our lives who we would be like, oh, this guy's interesting, okay, let's work with this guy. These kind of hustler types that are like, you know, charismatic, but a little bit dodgy, but they're pretty good at what they do. Charming, so, charming. good looking. Yeah, yeah, so we're like, know, okay. You know the type, ladies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what we're talking about. And so we, we, we kept happening to us that even though we've been friends for many, many years and have complete trust pretty much, these guys come into our lives and we treat them with respect and give them a shot. And they'd end up fucking us over. And it's always fucking us over for like a few thousand bucks or like a camera a or just some yeah, laptop, like something really stupid. A and, and seven. Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah got, hey, don't put numbers on girls. But it's and it's so stupid in short term. It's like so you get a little money, but then. You don't get to have us in your life anymore. You don't get to be part of what we're building. And it's such a stupid, stupid, stupid thing to do to get like a couple thousand bucks, but then never talk to me again or never talk to James again. It's fucking retarded. And then us like bitch about you to everyone we know, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone knows you're a fucking douchebag. <laughs> like that guy? Ah, oh, he's an asshole. Yeah, it, it, it's terrible. Really charming. Don't give him any money. So I wanted to, I guess I wanted to rant for a couple of reasons about this topic. So the, the two, so I think there's two or three main points here. Yeah. The, the, the first point is... Don't underestimate the value and the power of having a bro who you can trust in the world. You know, it's such an amazing thing. Like, I know no matter what happens, if I have some kind of fucking medical emergency and I'm in the hospital and I don't have my wallet, I can be like, call James. James can put up a 50K for my operation. Like, whatever it is. He'll be annoyed. He'll be annoyed. But like, 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 no matter what, people people in life are worried about like, oh no, what? like a lot of people won't go and they they won't go start businesses. They won't go take chances because they're like, oh, what if it doesn't work out? What if I end up bro? Whatever. People that are going out there, Germans are getting like 13 types of different life insurance. My insurance is all my friends uh, love me and trust me and most of them are rich because I help them get rich. That's (laughs) my insurance so if i go broke i'm calling james i'm calling john keegan i got another five six guys who are loaded because i was like buy bitcoin now should probably buy that don't do that that's what he didn't well you're still doing all right though you're doing all right even yeah yeah but i have other people who really there is a chinese man with a huge trolley walking at us with a purpose like he's not gonna stop no he's not gonna stop we can we can stand over here so the one point of this there's a real power to having really long-term uh relationship built on trust and mutual benefit that's obvious can i talk about that yeah you talk about that too I'm ranting. Uh, yeah, you, you just went on a speed rant. I like ranting. One of the archetypes you guys are exposed to is the idea of the kind of four-hour work week, digital nomad guy who's out, in the, he's living in Thailand, he's working from a laptop, he's making 3K a week just doing a bit of this. You know, he's there, he's optimizing his nutrients, he's working out in just the right way and so on and so on, right? And it's this hyper-individualist success story. 
And I, to be honest, I don't know many guys who've really done it that way. Like we are individualists and we're success stories. Mm -hmm. But I didn't do it alone. Definitely not. I leapfrogged over and and then like catapulted up with me and bootstrapped along with me and, and hustled alongside many different guys mostly and some girls along the way. And that vastly accelerated my pace and their pace, right? So one of the things I've learned, even if you want to be the most kind of Machiavellian, uh, self-interested person, the slash and burn, you know, I, I take what I can and then I leave, or I'm just going to do it all myself, is not the most effective way. The most effective way to get what you want is to make sure everyone around you is getting what they want, which means you need to build long-term bonds of trust and reciprocal trade and and in that way you build a crew where every advancement from every from any one of the members advances all of the members right so that's something that we're doing all the time one of us makes a network somewhere who knows what it is it's a spiritual one it's a business one it's a an investment opportunity and then brings it back to all the other people that you trust your tribal unit which is for us i think it's really like six to ten guys that are in different pods around the world and then there's some kind of attach on guys that pop in and out and and the, or there's another group that we might go in as a guest into more like a you know just to, to fact find or to make a network or so on but we have this inner circle of people that we trust because we've proven over and over again that we can trust each other and, that, and we like each other as well <laughs> uh, and as a result every time anyone benefits everyone else does as well it's a multiplier. It seems really, really obvious. You know what I mean? Because when you're one of the guys who's just like, you know, you take advantage of someone here and you're FMO over here, walk over you here. don't build power over time, right? You, you, you might, you know, you, you get a little bit, uh, something happening here and there, but like, it doesn't work. Like, it's, it's, it doesn't build on itself. It's like, it's like the difference between, you'll read about this in, you know, spiritual textbooks and whatever, but the, the concept is like, if you're focused on love, love and other people who are also on the path of love and cooperation it grows, right? So when people are cooperating, they're able to create bigger and better, better, better things. But when you're coming from a place of fear, if you're totally in a state of fear, you don't, yeah, and selfishness, you don't trust anyone else. So it doesn't really, you're, you're totally off and cut off on your own. Hmm. They can't trust you. Well, of you. course, you can't trust anyone. You can't, no one can trust you. You can't trust anyone. So it doesn't really make sense in the long term as well. So it's really, really obvious, but just, you know, worth, worth saying. But I think one thing that we can give you guys here that'll save you some heartache and time is, firstly, I would say cultivate the the idea of being, you know, upfront, straightforward, honest, and not fucking people over for short-term benefit. That's that's the given. But don't operate from the position thinking that everyone else thinks like that. <laughs> and that's I think we're. I fucked that up many times. Yes, yeah, because and I'm a great person. Mistakes. Everyone's a great person. Well, it's it's no. not even about being a great person. It's like that we operate in a certain way, and and it makes sense. And so, you know, when, when we've had guys, we've brought them into our inner circle as coaches usually, uh, or, you know, someone who's working in the back end, and they get access to bank accounts or to clients or whatever over time because they need to, to be trusted to do the work. Uh, and from my position, I'm like, I would never fuck someone over stupidly for like a few thousand dollars when that person is a close friend and I can see that our collaboration over the next five years is going to make me a million. <laughs> like, even if I'm just evil, I would be like, well, that would be a dumb move. So then I, I think, well, everyone else obviously not realizes that, and therefore uh, they wouldn't fuck me over for a stupid thing in the short term. But people do because they're dumb <laughs> or because they're, they're selfish or fearful or short-sighted or whatever. And so you need to be aware, New York City, what the fuck, that uh, people will act within their own self-interest in their own particular way. And so one thing I've now learned to do is when I bring someone into my organization or in my friendship group, I watch them carefully for a year 
and yeah, people are like, oh shit, really? I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I watch your behaviour. I watch. I look how you treat people who are not in the organisation. How you treat women. How you treat your money. Are you reckless with it? Do you ever brag or, or or talk about times when you fuck someone over and it wasn't you guys? I would never do that to you. But that guy, you know, and then I scraped him out of a couple of bucks. That wasn't a Jewish inter- uh, racist. It wasn't. That was just me being a guy who likes money. Money, not that's just any guy. Any guy at all. Anyway, the point being is I watch the way they interact with all levels and then I give them just a little opportunities to fuck me over in small ways and see how they do. That's right. Simple shit. Very, very, I hate to call it, but a little bit. A little bit Machiavellian. But good, giving someone a little rope just to see if they hang themselves. That's very sneaky. Well, it's like, you know, did you you give me the change from that thing I gave you? I was going to give you that $2 later. I know, you didn't. And that man's starting starting to think, Sasha. It's a a similar concept to, uh, you know, if you're going on a date with somebody, right? And certainly if a girl's going on a date with you, she's going to be watching and you should be watching her. How do you treat the waiter? How do you treat everybody? You know, how do you treat the guy you're getting a bottle of water from? You know, if you treat him like he's nobody, then you're kind of a dick. And she knows you're just pretending to be right. nice. So, very, very interesting. So, so, this is the really big thing uh, when people come into your life, is to really, really take your time. And, uh, and, and like, one, take your time and watch their behavior, but also, and this, I'm going to stop with this, because this is really profound. This is, this is something that I realized that really changed my life. Yeah, I think this place is going to look nice and shiny. Okay. Like, a lot of people were able to get to me, and I trusted them, and, and, and the reason I gave them a shot was good because they were appealing to my ego. They were like, Sasha, you're so great, we love you so much, really want to work with you, blah, blah. and I was like, whoa, this guy, this guy thinks I'm awesome, so therefore he's trustworthy because he, get, he gets me, which is retarded. They were just getting to me through my ego. So you really got to look at it. If, so, if somebody really coming from a place of they really want to build something with you and they really appreciate you genuinely and they're coming from the heart space, like they really, you know what I'm saying? Or are they, are they coming from a more of like a, oh, I can't, if I do this and I can do that. So how are they actually getting into your circle or, or coming into your life? And so now I'm very conscious because again, I've gone through a lot of development myself. What place are they coming from and what's their level of consciousness? So I really want, I really want to see where, where someone is at. And if someone's coming from high level, they really want to create good in the world, they're really coming from a, a higher level, then I'm interested in dealing with them. But if someone's really coming from a lower place and all they're really interested in is a benefit for themselves or they only want money or they only want, then I'm just not interested because it's just, it's just not gonna work. That's not the place I'm in. So you really gotta see where is somebody coming from before you decide to have a relationship. And at this point, if someone isn't coming from a higher level, I'm not interested in doing business with them. I'm not interested in dating them. None of these things. I'd rather have fewer people in my life, but really quality people who are doing amazing stuff and lots of people where I'm kind of like looking at my bag. I'm not sure about this guy. And so, so I'm very, very picky who I have in my life now, more so than ever before. True. Man. Yeah, me too, actually. I've become much more ruthless. But I think the other thing that I've learned is there is a certain peace in knowing that some people are a bit of a dick in some way. And it means that you can actually love them and bring them into your life in certain ways. Mm. So, whereas in the past, I would have a guy who was a, like a great, he was a great seducer, he was a cool friend, he would get a lot of potential, uh, and I wanted to you know, help him out and get him blah, 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 and the guy just didn't turn up to work or was or fucked the students around or was loose with money or whatever. And so I'd get, I'd get burnt and then get hurt and you know, disappointed. Now, it's like, I see that, okay, cool. Judging from the way this person operates, I can see that they're charming, fun, but I shouldn't lend them any money, or I shouldn't employ them, (laughs) or or I shouldn't leave them alone with my girl. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so I just don't do those things, and then I keep those people cool. That's that's a guy that's really fun to hang out with, or he's really interesting, and you know he's great to go. I'll fucking I don't know what on some mission together, but don't get involved in the business. And in that way, then you don't get super disappointed. It means you can right. you can interact with people who have you know, like different sets of morals to yours. I don't think it's a good <laughs> idea to, to be hanging around people who are 
you that's know. a funny way to put it. You can hang with people who are morally challenged once in a while. Just to, but but what James is trying to say, and this, this uh, simple expression for for this, which I've heard before, is know your drinking buddies from your actual buddies. You know, uh, people yeah. you go drinking with, have a little party. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you can't trust those guys. You wouldn't call those guys yeah. if you're in an emergency situation, yeah. or if you really needed somebody to whatever. They might be at your wake. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're awake because there's free food. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what it is, really. And so know who is who. But at this point, for me personally, I, I was like that for a long time. But now I'm just like past it. I'm like, no, no. If I don't really, really, because I just don't have the time. If you're really not someone I really trust and really want to spend serious time with, I'm not really not that interested. But that's just me. Maybe another thing that's useful for the guys out there, because uh, there's probably a lot of young guys who want to get involved in like a, a cool social circle or a bunch of entrepreneurs or, you know, seducer dudes or people who are go-getters. And you can do it, I think, in two ways. The way, the way that we did it was we built it from scratch, right? I mean, we started out old school. Let's go through this, through this, uh, prison yard. Prison yard. Anyway, so, yeah, go, go and uh, build your own social circle. And that starts with one other person. It started for us with our first wingman. And then, you know, you try different people out and you start navigating in different directions. Maybe you'd collaborate on some project. Don't sign on the dotted line into a partnership with a friend when you have no idea about business, don't do that. If you're gonna do business shit, start it alone, you can do collaborations. We did a lot of collaborations. We didn't like go into business together, that would have killed us. So there's that way. But then the other way is what a lot of the guys who came in under us did, is to social climb on somebody else's matrix. And that's where we have guys like, you know, Liam or Alex or, you know, some of your younger guys who came in as maybe interns or students or something and then eventually became trusted members of the crew and got all the benefits of the grandfathers he'd gone out and fucking done all the hard work sitting man, back in my day that's fucked up we're the grandpas now that's us uh, we totally are <laughs> look, at, look at this shit we're like 80 years old Keegan's only 25 so that is a smart way to do it to, to jump in on somebody else's thing however my, my piece of advice here is to understand that if you want to approach mentors or people who are higher up a social hierarchy than you they have you know guys who are super connected in a social scene they don't just want more dudes hanging around you just around another dick getting in their way or you know to people want to come and join our cruises i'm bragging about our cruises so cool pretty cool people want to be part of them and the only way you get in is by being a weirdo who's interesting and by offering something so you know a guy like alex who is now a coach for me came in originally as an unpaid intern offered heaps of value was you know humble and fun and offered a lot personally and, and helped and made my life easier. So of course I want him to hang around more. He becomes a buddy over time. And then before you know it, he's living the life that took me 10 years to build, right? So know that if you approach mentors, don't, we get these emails all the time where dudes are just like, there's this chick and how do I get it? Or I want to work with you guys, so when do I start? Like this kind of thing. And are you joking? <laughs> so if you approach any group like that, you're just going to get shot down. Don't have the uh, entitlement that is unearned you can have audacity, you go and, you know, go and be cheeky and say, hey, look, I'm here, can I jump the queue if I bring buy your beer? Because they'll be like, yeah, fuck it, I'll have a beer. People are easy to win over, you just flatter them, get them coffee and drugs and girls and, you know, a bit of whatever it is that they want. And cheese. Love cheese for him. Cheese works too. Cheese, ooh, a nice piece of cheese. Nice piece of cheese. Man, if a guy came up to you right now with a nice camembert and was like, dude, do you want the cheese? And we're like, yeah. I would take I'd sit down and talk nice to him. Some nice Dutch cheese, yeah. I'd like be friends with him. 
Anyway, that's a little rant on how to approach mentors. So what do you... Oh, so you put a bonus in. We were talking about loyalty and friends, but you put in a little bonus, little bonus. which is nice. I take a bonus. But really, that's it. I just wanted to rant about uh, about having uh, like good male friends and how to look out for the right people and how to, how to have the right people in your life. And don't don't let people appeal to your ego and don't don't make friends with people uh, for the wrong reasons. That uh, should be for the right reasons. And, uh, and I, to be honest, if you can have two or three real long-term, uh, really good friends that you can really trust in life, I think you're doing better than most. I think That's if you true. have one, you might be doing They're very than valuable. Most. Very valuable. Very valuable. But one other thing is, though, I think there is a, a phase, like when we're looking at the beginning phases of all that, I think everyone almost inevitably had to do a devil's bargain, right? Like you think about like early stages of business and, uh, you know, there's some dodgy dude that you meet at a lair meeting and, you know, he wants to, you did that. I remember you doing deals with some <laughs> dodgy dudes that we'd meet there's at a, lair There's meetings. always been a couple dodgy dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yep. you know, like back in the day, I had to, I had you know the web, the only guy I knew who made websites was also schizophrenic. So you know, I kind of had and you know, all right, he was cheap and he was, and it did end up bad. He did not end up cooking meth in my kitchen. Uh, <laughs> but those those were the sort of things when I look like even think about Grant, like the guy I started the business with. If we hadn't have done that together, none of this would no, happen. This would happen. Yeah, right? yeah. So I mean, it's part of the it's part of the adventure. Right. But you can cut out a lot of the bad stuff. Mm. By just being really careful who, who you deal with, and, but uh, not. But I'm being not paranoid, and also like I think some. You know, sometimes you have to take, especially when you're yeah. young, yeah, you take yeah, those yeah. risks. You get fucked a bit. You know, yeah. you learn something from it. You, you maybe you make some money or contact. Well, that's another great point. If you do have an experience that's like bad and you get mm. effed over or whatever, learn the lessons. It's mm. okay. It's part of your story arc. Yeah. You know, it would be a really boring story if it was like, yes, I was just successful yeah. the whole time. Everything was perfect. There, no one has that story. I got kidnapped by jewel thieves in India. I lost everything. That's right. Great story. I got great laid story. so many. Times great that story. story. I always uh, tell it. The girls love it. Anyway, I've been a millionaire twice and lost it. It's great. <laughs> and the next time the crypto market goes up and down, it'll be three, three times. times. It'll be awesome. Oh my god! So it's fine. So yeah, don't so be anyway. paranoid and all, all like Let's you know, yeah, and all that shit. Yeah, don't be paranoid. Uh, don't be live paranoid. Life, but just be conscious in uh, who you want to attract and who you want to keep around in your life. And I know it's cliche, and everyone always says it, but really, the quality of your life. Oh. Be yourself. No, the quality of your life really is summed quality up by the dreams. people who are around you. That's 100% true. So be careful and uh, make smart choices. And I think that's it. 20 minutes. That's a long rant, that's James. That's a big rant. That's, that's it. We should have charged for that. Uh, I love you all and uh, see you later. Come to the Infinite Man. Woo! Love you guys. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.